Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Welcome Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey, and today we're talking overvalued players. Last week we did our top five undervalued, which, you know, that's people don't really get too upset about undervalued. You're just talking about players you like and they're lower than they should. But I have a feeling, Jeff, overvalued. We might hit a nerve on a couple. Um, oh yeah, without a doubt. <laughs> we're a little this is the part where we get a little more negative finally and we're gonna name somebody's, you know, somebody's favorite player, something that they really like for next year, and it's gonna maybe not go over too well, but I'm fully expecting it. I I, I can think of a couple names already on my list that We'll get that kind of treatment, but hey, this is just, we're just saying as of right now, we think these guys are overvalued for where their rank is. I'm not saying they're bad players. Like this is, this is all about relative value to where you're getting them. A lot of these guys, pretty much every single one of these guys on the list, I would gladly take on my team. I just don't want to get them on my team for where they're going in the draft. It's just a little bit too early of where they're getting ranked and where they'll go in the draft. I'd take them on my team if they fell basically around, let's say something like that. For the most part. So how about we jump into this? Let's go five to one, Jeff. Who do you have? Number five. Number five. I have someone that I'm not sure if you're going to really agree with me on, but I am actually going with uh, your boy, Alan Robinson. So uh, first of all, uh, the reason I'm doing this is because he is currently on some lists uh, ranked as high as wide receiver eight. Um. I think that is just far too high. And and another reason why is that I didn't really see Trubisky get any better. And last year, even when he had his crazy, crazy year uh, in, in 2015 with Jacksonville, when he had 1,400 yards, 14 touchdowns, went wild, he was targeted 151 times. A ridiculous amount, right? Last year, he was targeted more, 154. And he still did not climb into that... Um, into that top 10 wide receiver discussion. He was a uh, number 12. So he did have a very good year, but if he, if you're ra- if you're drafting him as your wide receiver one, um, I think you're, you're looking for some sort of um, jump that is just not going to happen. And I, I think it's mostly because of the QB situation. I don't think they're getting rid of Trubisky this year. So I have to believe that that 154 targets will not go up. So I think that his production um, more than likely, if it goes anywhere, will go down. I agree, actually. Oh, no kidding. I like Allen Robinson. I, I do. I like this is what the list is. This is going to show what this list is. I like Allen Robinson as a player. I loved him last year. I was, I was much, I was 10 spots higher on him, I believe, than anybody else. And, and, you know, in the preseason, that still ended up being not high enough. But he is my number four player this on my list here. He's number four for me because it's, it's, it's too high. It's just too high. Right now on Fantasy Pros, he's he's overall consensus number 12. So that puts him as the last wide receiver one in 12-team leagues. And that's just too much for me. And I, I, I as much as I – yeah, a lot of this is not even Robinson. It is, like you said, it's Trubisky who maybe Trubisky takes a step. Maybe there's something that we're not seeing, but we ha- it hasn't been shown yet from Trubisky. And teams seem to have figured him out. And I can't see Robinson making being a wide receiver one. It's it maybe maybe he comes close to I don't know but the problem is this is he's just not going to win you a league as your wide receiver one you need him as a, at your as your two at the worst 
you can't have him as your wide receiver one. You cannot win. I just you can't win a championship with Allen Robinson as your wide receiver one. It just won't happen. I I'll just go out and say that can't happen. He, he as good as he's gonna. He could be good. You just need him as your two, not your one. You won't you won't win with that. So yeah, Allen Robinson's my number four. I just some of these ranks, man, they're just too much. It's too high for him. I'd rather have these lower guys that could could break out because I think we know what Robinson pretty much is, but Sutton or A.J. Brown, even Juju, yeah, I think go higher. There's players down here, Cooper Cup, that to me are have more potential, a lot more potential than Allen Robinson. Calvin Ridley even going down the list and D.K. Metcalf and for me even like Stephon Diggs. There's just a lot of guys that have a lot of potential and they could easily bypass Robinson. So I'd rather have them. So there we go. Allen Robinson, number four for me. So let's see here. So we got your five, my four. I guess I'll go my five then. We'll see what we got here. So I guess I'm. this is my uh, early trend on this is actually picking players I like, but I don't like where they're being ranked. And I had to go DJ Moore. Um, it really actually pained me to put him on this list. It really did. But on Fantasy Pros right now, he's uh, 10th overall consensus. He's as high as 7th. And I think more can be good. I like the player I, I have, but I mean, 10th just seems too much, especially with just an uncertain Cam Newton situation right now. We don't know how healthy he is. And if he is healthy, how good he's going to be. Something about this just worries me with DJ Moore, where it's just, I feel like we're just jumping him up too much too soon, where I'm not sure he's even going to be better than like the Calvin Ridley, especially Cooper. Is he, is DJ more eight spots better than Cooper cup? Right. I, well, Cooper cup, I have him on my undervalued yeah. list. So I, I don't think so. No. So DJ Moore is just, I really like the player, but I don't like this spot 10th. So he's my, he's, he made number five for me on the list this week. So I don't know. What do you think about more there? No, I actually, <clears throat> yeah, I, I, I like that pick. I, I like the talent. I do. I'm kind yeah. of on, on your you know, bandwagon it's a, as far it's a as made it hard for me on this one. I like <clears throat> him, but it's, it's too much. It's just too high. Yeah, I think it is. And I, I don't know what that offense is really going to look like, but he still performed decently well last year, even with you know, not a whole lot to work with as far as QB and everything like that. So I didn't put him on this list, but um, I get where you're going. He was kind of on the short list. All right. So I got my five and four, your five. Let's go to your number four on the <clears throat> my list. My number four. So this one's going to kind of split because he is all over the board as I'm finding out. I think some people do have him accurately uh, ranked. Um, but when I was making my list, I actually found where um, uh, he was ranked as running back 17th. Um, and that was David Montgomery. Um I've seen that, and also I've seen him ranked, you know, as far as like almost 30. And I was like, okay, that makes sense to me. But David Montgomery, I know that he was kind of everyone's darling. And I'm just going to assume that he was ranked 17th right now at running back because this is why I got so, like, I had to put him on the list. He just, you know, they have a, they had a decent line. He just didn't live up to the hype of what he could do. They have, they do have a lot of weapons and Trubisky himself runs the ball. So I don't see necessarily a huge improvement, especially when his yards per average wasn't anything special to write home about. I think it was 3.7 last year. So if you're looking at him to uh, be that running back number two, um, I, 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 I don't like it. I think there's other guys underneath him, including, uh, you know, I mean, 
at 17, you would have Le'Veon Bell, Kerryon Johnson, Devin Singletary, Marlon Mack. There's a lot of other guys I would much rather have than him. But like I said, that one's going to be very dependent on what list you're looking at because there is a uh, there is a wide gap between what people think about him. Yeah, he has. I see him as high seventeenth, as low as thirty two. So I think like consensus, he's like mid twenties. But okay. that's still that's still I don't want him. I I don't. I didn't see anything from him honestly last year. I I just I didn't see it. I think he's one of these guys that you might think he's going to do something for a couple of years and then he just fades away and never did anything. You know, there's guys that. Shoot, I'm trying to think of names here. About remember, remember Sean Green back in the day. <laughs> Sean Green, yeah, yeah, Iowa like, product. Like every year, you're thinking, okay, this is where Sean Green. He's he, you know he wasn't like the first round pick kind of a thing, but he's like he's he's always on the radar in fantasy. He's gonna do something. He never did. And I think David Montgomery. We're gonna have a couple years of this maybe. And he just he's never gonna do anything. I just didn't see the talent there. He's he's fine. I guess he's okay. But when the team when the defense doesn't need to respect the quarterback. He really can't do anything, and it, that's going to hurt him. And honestly, running back is – once you get in the middle tiers of running backs, it really is kind of – there's a there's a lot more guys that are ju- just as good as him. Probably if you put him in the situation, they'd be just as good. They just don't get a chance. There's so many running backs like that that are just – just they're, they're look, at, look at Raheem Mostert. Like this guy was cut from how many teams? And then he all of a sudden can do something. He gets in the right situation. That's the thing. If you're in the right situation, a lot of these guys can be good. David Montgomery probably could be good in the right situation, but you're there's situations, all other situations, you just there's no chance. And I just feel like this is one of them. And there's just no one respects Trubisky, so Montgomery's never going to get any room, and it's just not going to turn out well. So I'm uh, completely on board with David Montgomery being on this list. So let's see here. He got my five year four, my five year four. Let's go my number three. Here we go. So I put a running back here. This is uh, my first of two running backs I have on my list today. So I am actually, and people might even not agree with me because he's not that highly ranked. Some places he can be. I actually went James Conner. Oh, doubling down. I'm telling you, I don't think he has it at all. He's 23rd on Fancy Pros, which isn't even, that's not crazy. He's as high as 15th. Honestly, I just don't think he's that good. I'm telling you, I, I I don't know. I mean, he just he didn't impress me last year when he did play. I didn't think he was. He just didn't look good to me. I think you could get somebody else in there, and they'd be in a much better situation. I mean, he looked re- he looked really good the year of filling in for you know when, when Bell wasn't there. But even then, he was he was good, but he wasn't he wasn't amazing. And he he gets banged up a lot. I'm I'm not on board with James Conner. I don't want James Conner on my team. And I have I don't know if they're going to draft somebody. I don't know what's going to. I don't think it's Jalen Samuels or anything like that or Benny Snell. I don't think those really guys maybe will be able to take over the job. I just don't necessarily think they're that much worse than him either. But I think maybe they could. I could see them drafting somebody. And I no, you know I'm just not on board with James Conner. I might be wrong, but there's some. Just I'm not on board with him. I'm not. He's my number three, so yeah. Others might even even undervalue. Why you say he's undervalued? But I'm not there at all. Yeah, I'm not going to fight you on that one. Only because uh, he didn't make my list. Just because at if you were going to rank him 23rd, say um, you're you're hitting kind of near the end of guaranteed carries. So I didn't. But I, I everything you said is true. I mean, he underperformed, especially on a team that you know desperately needed to be able to run the ball. Uh, he got hurt. Uh, there wasn't a whole. I mean, yeah. Once again, Pittsburgh's offense was a, a dumpster fire last year, but True. there wasn't a whole lot to bring, you know, positive to bring back from that. 
I just I think he's another guy, and I yeah. just I just don't. And, and like you said, it's very true. They could just move on from him. Like they could draft someone in a later round and still give more carries to that guy. Yep. You know, they don't have that much invested in him. All right, let's see number three for you. Number three for me is the only QB that's going to show up on my list, um, and this one is. He showed as high as number three, and that's really why he showed up on my list as well, and that is Jameis Winston. Now, look, people are probably going to take a a little bit offense of this one just because they're going to say, Jameis Winston put up some major games. I picked him up, and you know he was wonderful. He has uh, a lot of weapons, wide receiver-wise, you know, Mike Evans, Godwin, uh, all that good stuff. They can't run the ball. I used a lot of these same things when I was talking about streaming him. But if you're talking about putting some real draft capital into the guy and picking him as the third QB or even in the top five, I think that is absolutely crazy because we don't know what is going to happen. We don't know if he's going to get benched. Um, And even so, if you just look at his numbers, I mean, last year he ranked as the fifth best quarterback. He had a monster year. He had 33 touchdowns. He had over 5,000 yards all of which was by far his best, right? And even with all that, he threw 30 interceptions. So I see one of two things happening. Either he continues that and they cannot win the game because he's turning the ball over too much, and that is what leads to such high yard you know, production and t- touchdown production, or they try to change his game, which uh, all of that will fall apart, I think. So I think he's way too volatile to draft in the top five as far as a QB goes. Um, and there's so many other guys that you can – plug in into that situation that you know could be just as good uh, on a week-to-week basis so uh Jameis Winston I think uh people are just um you know because they can't run the ball because he throws so much they're they're kind of amping him up uh but I I just don't see it I think that is uh I I just think it's the a, a bad way to waste draft capital oh yeah I'm I'm on board I didn't put him on my list but he was the one QB I considered. And this isn't, again, this is, it's all about, yeah, it's where you're drafting him. Because I would take Jameis on a streaming quarterback basis, definitely. But I'm oh. not going to get him as my guy and have to actually spend anything to get him. There's there's no way. But, I mean, I can, I don't see see any scenario where Jameis has the same kind of <laughs> leash he had last year with 30, 30 picks. He's not going to be able to get to 30 picks this year. Or, you know, there's no way. They will not let him get to 30 picks. He will get – if this is happening again, he's out. He's not playing. He's just not going to – Bruce Arians isn't going to let that happen. There's just no – there's no way he can get to that level. He, so he has to be a lot better. And if he's not – and you know what we've seen from Jameis? This is – last year was honestly nothing new from Jameis. It was just he was able to do it over the course of a season. How many times have we seen it? Like with when he, him and Ryan Fitzpatrick were, you know, sw- changing over the job every week. Jameis would be – just absolutely great for short periods of time. And then he'd go and throw the four interception game. And that's just Jameis, I think. I I see no reason to draft Jameis Winston right now over Drew Brees and Aaron Rodgers and Carson Wentz and Matt Ryan. Why would you draft him over those guys? I mean, when you can go get one of those guys I just named as like the end of a draft right now, when Aaron Rodgers is number 10, yeah, I know he hasn't been Aaron Rodgers. You think, but if you get Aaron Rodgers as the tenth quarterback and you don't have to pay anything, I'd much rather do that than get Jameis. Makes no sense to me. So, yeah, I, I mean, all his all his numbers are just really hyped up too. Like, yeah, I mean, it really is crazy. He had six hundred twenty six, uh, you know, passing attempts last year. 
his best before that was 535, like almost a hundred less. And that was his second best. And that was his rookie year. Yep. So I just, I don't know. I don't see a world where he turns in a top five performance. All right, let's go my number two. Yeah, let's go my number two here. So this is where I think I start to get some, I mean, I probably have some pushback elsewhere, but this is where I really think I've, I've noticed some fans of this guy and you know what? I'm, I can't buy in. I need more. So I went Devontae Parker. And I am he had a good season, you know, 72 catches, 1,200 yards, nine touchdowns. But honestly, it just didn't feel real to me. I I don't know. We've seen enough Devontae Parker before this where it wasn't – he just wasn't getting it done. Yeah, and he finally does something, which is I guess what you think a wide receiver is going to do. But at eventually, once they're this talented, but – you know what? I'm, I'm just not. I'm not. I'm not on board. There was only four 100 yard games. He let's see. He never. His he only had one game over seven catches, and that was the final one. When you know none of this happened until Preston Will or Preston. Why well, can't Preston Williams went down? Whatever his name is. You know until he went down. Devontae Parker wasn't doing anything, and I have a feeling with Preston Williams back. They're not just going to be like – they're not going to play like they did at the end of the season where they, they just didn't care anymore and they just threw it around all the time. They're going to probably start the year a little different. And Devontae Parker, I can't get on board with him as my wide receiver two and a high wide receiver two at that. I mean, he's ranked as high as 11th on some boards. That's too high. So Devontae Parker, my number two most overvalued player. Again, I, I would take Devontae <clears throat> Parker on my team, but not as a wide receiver two. I feel like you're just asking for trouble and – He's my number two overvalued player. I could not agree more to the point that I put him number one. All right, yeah. And on top of that, too, I mean, he he did have a very good year. It was his breakout year. We always knew that he has talent. But also, we don't know what's going to happen with Dolphins, uh, you know, this upcoming year. I mean, Fitzpatrick should probably be there. But who knows if, uh, you know, halfway through the year, because they probably won't be very good. You know, if they start their rookie, you don't know what that's going to do to him. We don't even know if he can sustain this. I mean, I mean, he, he didn't do this until five years in. So, and you made a lot of good points as well about you know Williams coming back and um, and just the <clears throat> very strange nature of how bad they were and what they ended up doing. Um, <clears throat> yeah, there. I just don't see him repeating that. No, I just I can't I can't see it. And <clears throat> I, yeah, I would take the chance on him if he was later. It's just this is too much. You're, right now, he's ranked ahead of Cooper Cup. Why? What are people for? Like <clears throat> you really opened my eyes at Cooper Cup last week again too. <laughs> it's like his numbers were great, especially coming off an ACL injury. How would you draft Parker over Cooper Cup over Stefan Diggs over you know those guys? I can't do it, and there's just. No, no basis for me to do that, and so he's gonna fall. He falls to my. He's my number two. Your number one. So I guess let's go to your number two, and then my number one finish this list off. All right, my number two is someone that pains me. It really does. This is the one that pained me to put him on here. I absolutely love the guy, but what is happening to this team, and what I think that will do to his role, makes me believe that Keenan Allen is my number two. And right now, it you know, no surprise. I mean, right now he is going, you know, just outside the top 10. So he's wide receiver 13, I've seen in a lot of different places. Last year, he had 104 receptions for 1,200 yards, six touchdowns. He's never been a high touchdown producer. 
Um, but he has always been uh, incredibly consistent at how many times he catches the ball, which leads him to a lot of yardage, which obviously turns him into a PPR darling and just a safe floor player for standard scoring. But Philip Rivers is not there anymore. <clears throat> and I know that he didn't really look all that great last year. But even, you know, while saying that, uh, you know, Keenan Allen was was targeted 149 times and caught the ball 104 of them. Like he has been in the last three years when he actually played a full 16 game schedule. This is how many times he was targeted each time. And you tell me that if you have Tyrod Taylor or if you get someone other than maybe Tom Brady would be the only one that I would be like, OK, maybe I'll change this up because he can be his Edelman or something. Um, you know, I just don't see him being able to catch the quantity. So last three years, targeted 159, 136, 149. Each one of those very close to catching 100 of those balls. Uh, all three of those only catching six touchdowns. Uh, he's never gone over eight touchdowns. So I love this guy. I think he's one heck of a player. But you're on a team that used you uh, incredibly well. And now you're probably moving to a quarterback that isn't going to throw the ball near as much as Philip Rivers did, especially his way, because they might not have chemistry. And they have a ton of other targets that might be uh, better for whatever quarterback comes in there, right? I mean, we, we talk about Williams and Hunter Henry and, uh, you know, the list goes on. Those guys are no slouches. So um, I could see where his numbers get hit uh devastatingly bad so I think Keenan Allen is the guy for me even though I love him I'm staying away because I don't know what in the world uh, his numbers will look like you know I, I'm on board with this one he didn't make my list but um I'll go my number one and that's Austin Eckler and honestly he probably he was probably my number six yeah, <laughs> yeah and a lot of the reason is I don't know what this offense is right like we don't know what the how this is going to play out and so same thing that's going to happen to Keenan Allen I just I don't automatically assume Austin Eckler is just going to be great if Melvin Gordon's not there and if River – like how can he just be if, – if Melvin Gordon's there, Austin Eckler's ranked too high for sure. Without yeah, without a doubt. doubt. If Melvin Gordon's not there, I still think Austin Eckler's ranked too high because I don't think Austin Eckler becomes the every down back, which a lot of people seem to be just penciling <laughs> him in. But when has Austin Eckler ever shown that he could be the every down back? He's been given he, – he had a couple chances, a couple games where he was supposed to be that guy – and it, it did not happen. It just did not happen. And I don't know if this if Gordon leaves or they bring somebody else in, or is it just Justin Jackson? And maybe Justin Jackson can he will play. And Austin Eckler's not gonna get all the work. But either way, either way, who's this quarterback gonna be? How are they gonna is he actually gonna be any good? I mean, this is this could be a big it's like it depends on who they bring in. This is where it all changes. If they bring somebody in who can play, obviously, we're gonna rethink our rankings on these guys and what we or how we feel about them but if it's not if it's a rookie if it's just not a proven guy how can you i mean austin eckler right now on fantasy pros he is the 14th overall consensus running back and this is just standard this isn't ppr it's just standard 14th overall and he's as high as sixth in the ranks in some in some boards sixth austin eckler i i'm not i can't do that i mean Sorry, I've seen enough from Austin Eckler. He's a good player, but he's not that. He's not. He's not borderline running back one material. And we need to see more from this team. But as we think it's going to be right now, it's just I. I would stay away. Like yeah, you, you know. I, I mean, I'll double down on that one too. I, I I didn't feel like putting both of them on here, and, and uh, 
But at the same time, he was, I mean, how many, okay, where do you think he ranked last year as far as running backs being targeted for the pass? Not even sure. Where would he be? (laughs) He was only behind one person, and that person was Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, okay. So he was targeted 108 times as a running back. And that's where he jumped up in these ranks, and that's Philip Rivers looking for him. So is that going to change? I don't know. Right, and and that was with Melvin Gordon yeah. gone half the year, right? I mean, it, not saying that that he's not going to be targeted a lot, but I, I I don't see a world if if Gordon's there. Obviously, we're already on on the same page. He's not in the same you know realm because his numbers will get a severe hit. But we don't know what this quarterback will do, even if it hits say twenty percent, or they try to in, involve someone else, even if Gordon's not there. Um, it's just I don't know. It's it's a lot of uh, production to keep going. And on top of that, he also had, you know, over a hundred carries. So he had a lot of work last year. And this is, uh, okay. Here's, here's what happens with Austin Eckler. He never, he only got, he got double digit carry four times. He had 12 and 12 in two of the games. He did decent, but as soon as he goes more than that, he had 17 carries, only got 66 yards out of it and 18 carries for 60 yards, 3.3 yards per carry, 3.8 yards per carry. It's like as soon as he gets a little bit more carries, the yards per carry aren't there. He had a lot of games like that. It's just you can't be running back one material if you can't really run the ball too much. You know, I, I don't see that. He's going to be good, but the value with Austin Eckler is, it feels like it's really just if you get him later and he's more of a PPR guy, I just, this is too much for him right now. And this, I, this is where people get go, you know, for they just see the list, when we post the list on Instagram, Austin Eckler with no context to it. They just think, Oh, well, you got, you know, they're not going to okay, think we hate the guy. I don't hate the oh, guy. I don't no. hate the guy. I just think it's too much. He's going too high for where, for what he should be. And <laughs> I was just saying, the Instagram post is going to be hilarious because we're going to Eckler and then Keenan Allen like yeah. up there. and it's Some people are going to be upset. but <laughs> It's going to be bad. It's good, it's good times. But all right, that's going to do it for this week. We're going to be off next week. We'll be back in two weeks. We'll get some well, some more lists for you as we keep doing these top five lists as we get rolling on in the season. We're starting to get – be once we get back, it'll be very close to free agent time. So we're going to get some free agent talk in here too. But talk to you guys in two weeks. <laughs>